Hey, everybody. Thank you for choosing to spend your precious moments with me. I'm Melinda Perkins, and this is Your Longevity Lifestyle, the podcast where we have real conversations about real ways you can live longer, healthier, and more in flow. Let's talk for a minute about the number two. In numerology, among other things, it represents balance, the coming together of concepts, diplomacy, tact, harmony, teamwork. So it's in this season number two and episode number two that I'd like to really kind of have a look at some different energies that can join together to create something completely different, but something complete. A while back, I sat to envision where I wanted to take my business. I'm an activator health type, right? And so the activator's point of reference and and focus is now and now and now. Not the past, not the future, but just right now. So at this point, I looked further into the future than I had before. And I ended up accessing something completely intangible that I didn't know what to do with. So in talking about all of this to a friend, she suggested that I create something tangible with the information that was hard to grasp. So instead of putting my fingers on the keyboard, which I usually do, I picked up a pencil and began to draw. Now, even though our parents bought my sister and I professional grade art supplies and plenty of really cool art classes to go with them growing up, my artistic skills still hover around really stellar stick figures. But actually on that day, what emerged on the page were some really cool sketches that were representative of those intangible things in my mind. One of those sketches on the page I'd like to share with you today. Now, I'll admit that the whole reason that I sat down to envision where my business was going was out of pure frustration. But I've been kicking around this this idea because it really resonates. Um, And all of these, this collection of sketches that ended up on the page have been building into a vision, kind of a coalescing into a vision. So, Anyway, my, my passion and the essence behind everything is to toy with the bounds of human potential as we know them. Our understanding and belief in what those might be have shifted so vastly in my time on the planet. My, my parents were always right in the mix of the big spiritual questions, right? They were new age before it even had a name. So growing up outside of the societal norm allowed me to question things that I might not have otherwise. And one of those things was the human body and the human mind and everything that stems from being human and those potentials, those boundaries that we put on our capacities. In fact, it was my father first planted the concept of longevity in my mind. Not that he used the word specifically, but he would tell me and my sister, you know, we can keep these bodies if we want to, lots longer than we think. Or we can go and get a new one. 
And that leads me back to this vision that I want to share with you today that's growing in clarity and depth since I put that little sketch on the page. And this is an idea of how to take ourselves and humanity and our human bodies to a whole new level, one that's natural, even if we've never considered it before. It's a place where we thrive, not merely survive, where we recover our personal power to affect change over our bodies, our minds, and our spirits. If the concept of stretching past what is currently thought possible for us here on Earth has crossed your mind too, I'd love to share these thoughts with you. So we're talking about thriving, right? And recovering our personal power to affect change over our bodies, minds, and spirits. And we talk about body, mind, spirit a lot, right? All glommed together or as separate entities. And before I I compact them all together, I want to talk about this very important triad that we have access to here on earth um, as separate entities. So let's talk about body first. Um, And I actually, I talk a lot about how our bodies have been proven to be self-healing, self-regenerating, self-aware entities by like big brains and laboratories across the globe, right? We have proof of this, scientific proof of this. I also want to add that I believe that we haven't even scratched the surface of the human body's capabilities. And I attribute this to like science backing up the fact that we discover new intricacies and nuances of this human form every day. There, there are largely untapped areas of our human form that we, that we don't even, that we don't yet understand. Um, and understanding, well, that leads me to our mind. We have minds that operate on a level that most of us have yet to tap into as well. On a scientific level, purely science, we discover more capabilities of our mind every day. You've seen it. When you set out to learn a new skill or study a new concept, it doesn't matter what phase you are in life, your mind expands to meet that challenge. Yeah, part of that's our physical brain function, but part of that is an intangible mind factor. And and you tap into this mind factor when you meditate, which we all do naturally, whether we recognize it or not. You when you meditate, you go places in the mind that that only the mind can take you. And then that leads me to my next idea, which is very closely related to this, and that's spirit. Some of us connect to spirit in groups and others alone, some in quiet, some not. Very few of us don't actually access that element at all. Much of what shapes our spirituality is private and ultra-personal. Maybe it's experience or education that brings this element into play, but whatever it is, our spiritual aspect is what brings the richness to our life. All right, we've talked about kicking things up a notch this season on our podcast. And the interesting thing to me is that when we talk about leveling up or we go to do something to really level up our life, right? We tend to separate the triad just like I did before into body, mind, and spirit. We'll go to the gym for a run or to lift something heavy and we work our bodies. We sit really still on a meditation pillow, or we sit really still in, still in a desk in a classroom, and we work our minds. Or 
we go someplace to expand our spirit that lots of times will ask us to be both quiet in our bodies and quiet in our minds. And that leads me to my next concept, which is separateness. Now, to me, the word brings to my mind the lone wolf, right? And while it may be seen as a sign of strength, being without a tribe doesn't necessarily mean it's a strong animal or a loner by choice. I think humans are meant to exist in groups just like wolves are meant to exist in groups. Whether we would call these packs or herds or something entirely different is up for debate. But the bottom line is, I think we thrive the best when we are members of at least a small group. Now, at the same time, separateness can be very helpful. I think sometimes we separate things out just like we did above in Body, Mind, Spirit. Um, We separate those out so that we can understand them better. The same goes with our individuality. We separate. We become that lone wolf for for a moment or a while um, to understand ourselves better, understand who we are outside of these small groups. So we have separateness, right? And so the second part of separateness, I believe, involves inclusion. The distinction I make here is the one between division and appreciation of differences. Inclusion means that we see the differences, but we celebrate them instead of letting them lead to exclusion. So when you put both of these things together, both of these elements of separateness together, you find a place where independence meets communion. Okay, so with the separateness bit, I can totally see, like I said before, how it's super helpful to concentrate on one aspect, like our individuality. So we concentrate on one aspect of body or mind or spirit in order to gather knowledge. So like when we work with just the body, noticing how the muscles contract and relax and how the blood flows and how it responds to outside stimulus, we learn. When we still our body, and fire up the prefrontal cortex cortex to study something new, we also learn. Same with quieting the body and mind to connect with spirit. We learn. So all of those, separating them out into, into times when we focus on each one are super, super powerful. Now, here's the concept I've been toying with. We've been talking about the concept of thriving, right? Not just surviving. Um, And we're reaching for that next level. We're kicking it up a notch in this season, right? And so let's go back to those like sketches that I, that I did Uh, right now, this piece of paper that I drew on is, um, is sitting in my lap and off to the left-hand side, it has a braid where three three separate entities get combined together. Like I braid my hair every morning, right? Or most every morning. And so it's a concept that I know very well. Um, And I have it on the page as a braid that comes together and it's nicely tied off with a bow at the end. But then it goes into, into something that I that I've never experienced before. That's something, a concept that's in physics, and I didn't study physics very much, but it's called a vector. Now, when I drew this, I was considering what happens to us as humans if when we blur the lines between body, mind, and spirit, if every day we braid these three together, just like I 
braid my hair, um, where it's they're intertwined in everything that we do. And and to be honest, I think there are a few communities and cultures and and people who actually make this their goal, or not really even their goal. They just like live this every day. They expand the body, the mind, the spirit, all at the same time. They pull them all in together. And so my ponderance is what happens to humanity when this becomes the norm, not the exception? So the way this got drawn on my sheet was this braid, right? Like I said before, all these things coming together and then like where the where the hair sticks out of the end becomes this vector. And to be perfectly honest, I had to look up what a vector was. I got this word over and over and over in my mind and I actually had to look it up because I'm not, like I said, I haven't studied physics all that much. And so essentially it's a line that has direction magnitude and momentum. It, it's a single line. So like these three lines of body, mind, and spirit have melded together to create a solitary force with, with power and magnitude and momentum. So I think the point at where they merge is the place where our power begins, where we can then gather that momentum toward our chosen direction. So like the line has direction, magnitude, and momentum, right? So the magnitude is those three things coming together. The direction is like wherever we want to go. Um, and the momentum is, is the power behind it, the power of those things coming together. And I think that's the point where we begin to thrive. And I believe it's so close that we can reach out and grasp it right now. So those are my thoughts on the point where we begin to thrive, not just merely survive. And thank you for letting me share this with you. If you've made it all the way to the end, deepest, deepest gratitude, of course. And if you're looking to dive deeper into your own longevity lifestyle, here are a couple of completely free ways to meet up with me. If you enjoy videos or PDFs that you can use to do the deeper work in the privacy of your home, you can check out my free resources on my webpage at www.personalequivalentcoaching.com. That's my business name, Personal Equivalent Coaching. Number two, if you'd like tidbits of information on how you can begin to personalize your life and other bits of information, simply follow me on Instagram at personal underscore equivalent underscore coaching. Or to find out more about what's going on in my world, visit my personal account at Melinda Perkins 505. Thanks so much. Have a great day.